Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you were a kid, did you want to be an astronaut? A crossing guard? Sometimes our dreams feel a little all over the place, but we're not alone. In fact, McDonald's created an education platform, APA Next, with all the resources Asian Pacific American students like us need to navigate the next steps or even figure out what they are. With streaming workshops on college admissions and more, a lot of the work is done for us. Come take a look at apanext.com and decide what's next for you. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. yourselves title town are you kidding me that's fraud uh, it feels like a gray area spoiler alert canada cups coming back to the u.s of a there's way too much negative stigma attached to strippers i i hate you guys so much <laughs> my dog just shit his ass Hey everybody, what is going on? It is Wednesday night. That means it is time for another edition of Craft Brood Sports. I am Mike. With me, as always, is Scott. Scott, how you feeling today, man? Oh, you know, just back in the National League Championship Series, <laughs> biatch! <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for knocking out the Brewers. I appreciate it so much as a Reds fan who hates Milwaukee. Thank you for beating them. Uh, shout out You're Freddie welcome. Freeman. How take me through that when Freddie hits that home run? How excited were you in the house? Like what? What did you do? Who did you wake up? Kids? Did, what? What happened? Kids slept through it somehow, but I was screaming at the top of my lungs in the living room, and then it was that uh, stark realization that I still had to deal with Will Smith getting three more outs. So there was the jubilation, <laughs> but also the trepidation of, oh my God, we could still park this. <laughs> well, I'm glad you didn't. Congrats on the NLCS. Hopefully you beat whoever comes out of the West. Screw both of those teams. Screw them both, but thank God they have to play five, and let's go Giants. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Uh, shout out Matt Barr saying, let's do this, boys. Also, as always, hanging out, Mookie. Mookie, uh, how you feeling over there, man? Uh, pretty good. Is it a big deal to make it to the National League Series? Just asking for a friend. I just want to clarify, because I'm pretty sure, don't the Astros do that like every year, and it's just... No, the Astros, the Astros have not made it to the National League Series in... Like At decades, least yeah. Uh, you know what? Congratulations, got me a technicality to start <laughs> off. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Whatever. I was just glad that Mike was here to take that one for me. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I missed a word or two there to to make the nuance of is it a big deal to make it to the league series every year? There you go. Yeah, what you're trying to American. say is you tried to make a joke and it blew up in your face. Got it. Uh, JB uh, wants to know if no, that's a Clemson never, jersey. Clemson Drew. jersey. No, respect the Brady Quinn. It, right. It's even worse. Man. It's the Brady Quinn. <laughs> it is worse. I mean, is that though? Is that worse? 
worst. Brady Quinn, Brady Quinn Browns is definitely worse. I feel like <laughs> Biscuit, uh, Scott Biscuit, giving you a congrats, a little tip of the cap. Thank so. you, sir. Uh, also hanging out with us tonight, a good friend of the show from Corner Booth Podcast, Jared. Jared, what's going on, man? What's happening, fellas? How we doing? I'm ha- I'm, you know, it's been way too long. I think Super Bowl Sunday was the last time I was on here, so it's been way too long. It's been a, it's been a long ass time. Uh, last week when Kevin jumped on the stream and and hijacked Jared immediately texted me after the show and was like, "Dude, you got, I got to get back on. I can't I can't it, let Kevin a have this glow." We have it's never to get quench. Who gets on the show more? <laughs> <laughs> I do. I mean, legitimate. see, Kevin just kind of shows up. I actually ask politely because I'm a gentleman, but that, you know. So, so speaking speaking of being a gentleman, will you do me a favor and plug our show so that these two will stop whining about me trying to plug other belly up shows like Corner Booth <laughs> Podcast and. Uh, Slapshot Sweethearts, and well, uh, those are the only two I can think of right now. But do you want me to plug this right now, or do you want me to plug it on our? Yeah, let's tomorrow? just do it now. We're going to try right, to do yeah, this seven right. times throughout the show because okay, I feel yeah, like that's so how many I hit. Already, you better follow these guys, Crafty Sports. On, uh, <laughs> I like it. I like <laughs> promoing on our show. <laughs> yeah, right? just like well, you didn't like work. when I promoted other shows on our show, so why not promo our show on our show? Like, isn't that what you were after? <laughs> I just wanted you to like promo the show, Drew, because you you. Have not promote our show ever i feel like i didn't think you wanted me to promo our own show you know because it was like bad for the brand it's actually probably a good point that drew should not be the face of this show uh spreading the word that's probably a good call should i should i not also uh mention that people should check out no credentials required uh more of a new york uh focus kind of situation though if that's what you're into all right, good work, Drew. Good work, Drew. All right, let's talk about these beers that we're drinking tonight. Uh, let's get right into it. Uh, we got a ton to get to. We're going to talk this Gruden stuff. Uh, I got a question about storming the fields. We're going to talk MLB playoffs. Uh, and then later on, we've got some golf news that we have to get to. Uh, but before all that, let's talk about these beers. Scott, what do you got in your mug this week? I just now realized your shirt says you're not welcome at Chuck E. Cheese, you diddler. Yeah, this um, is uh, this is an old school joke of mine, and uh, I put on a shirt when I first got down here, but it w- I realized there was green in it. It was blending in the screen. I was like, shit, I need another one, and I wasn't about to go back upstairs, so the only thing I had down here was leftover merch that I couldn't sell. So... <laughs> Yet that was still the better choice of the green. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Than going full Mookie and blending into the back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Still the best episode of all time. <laughs> uh, I am drinking pumpkin spice. Count- uh, is it country? Oh my god, it's country. Oh, I thought it was county fair. The country fair makes it worse. I'm drinking pumpkin spice country fair cobbler. It is a sour, a keeping up with this pumpkin theme. It is a pumpkin pie sour. It's got cinnamon, pumpkin, and vanilla at six and a half percent. It's pumpkin and sour beer, y'all. <laughs> uh, it's 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 like it sounds. It's one of those where I saw the description, I thought that could be interesting or horrible. We don't. We don't have around to the end to find out. We don't have a scale yet, uh, so just rate it uh, on whatever scale you want, Scott. Uh, uh, This is going to be. um, This is on the the scale of big lips to uh, complete shit show. I'm gonna give this a big lips to start out. Like there could be more to come. (laughs) 
<laughs> Alright, let's go to Mookie. Uh, Mookie. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Biscuit, uh, Biscuit asking if it was time to do that hockey yet. Uh, we will do that hockey tonight. We are gonna do that hockey. I love Mookie's face there, just shook. I mean, completely. I, I love it. While I was saying it, all I heard was somebody mutter, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, by uh, the way, Whitey, uh, Whitey chiming in saying he loves this shirt. It starts so many conversations with law know. enforcement mostly. I was, okay, there you go. Yeah, I was gonna say it sounds like it starts more interrogations than conversations. Uh, and but. Scott, JB uh, is calling your beer holy basic bitch, Batman. Uh, this is, but that's the thing though. This is anti basic bitch because no basic bitch will want this. This is some straight curly mustache shit with its sour. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, it's big lips to start off. Mookie, what are you drinking? And I'm sure you're going to go with a different scale. Yeah, I'm not really sure. Like, uh, my scale is going to be things that I would rather do than rate it on Scott's scale. <laughs> <laughs> and so my, my beer today is actually one that Scott's had before. It is out of what they call uh, the Napa Valley for beer in Valparaiso, Indiana. It is. That's great, friends. The Samoa Delight from Forefathers Brewing, uh, a milk stout, 7.5% ABV. Again, only 3.93 caps on untapped, which I guess is kind of high, but man, this thing is well, you know how so those, solid. You know how those beer fans in Valparaiso, Indiana yeah. are. They're very, they're well, tough. Yeah, they're very snooty. They do have very high standards because, again, it's the Napa Valley for beer. Um, so I'm going to rate it on the scale of things I would rather do instead of rate my beer on Scott's scale. I'm going to go with the... <laughs> At a professional engagement where you're being introduced to someone very important that can have an impact on your career, and you go to shake hands, and they go to hug, and then you end up touching some inappropriate body part. And I'll just leave it at that, gender neutral even, and say, I would rather do that than rate my beer on Scott scale. That's how good my beer is. Jared, what are you drinking tonight, man? Oh, my God. I am drinking uh, Subcontinental by Relic Brewing. Connecticut's one of the best. Um, I give it a, on a scale of our, my Wi-Fi going out to Mookie surprising me on my show, I, I give it about closer to Mookie surprising me on the show unannounced. <laughs> Is that a good thing or a bad thing? It's a good thing, pal. You're pure retainer. Make, make sure, make sure we're paid up on the retainer with the lawyers and attorneys, kind of thing. Uh, well, if JB thought that Scott's beer was a basic ass bitch beer, uh, I got news for you. I got that one beat because this is pumpkin spice latte. Hashtag PSL. Uh, yeah. uh, the basicest of bitch beers from Spice Trade Brewing. Um, and I got to tell you, as somebody who loves coffee stouts and who loves coffee beers and who loves pumpkin beers, this one is beautiful it's an amazing brew it is really good um i i would say so, on, my okay, scale, right that on the big lip scale that's all we want to know pass uh, yeah. we'll <laughs> well i was really hoping jared when you rated your beer you're gonna be like it's four <laughs> just four also Six. mike does it legit say hashtag psl it does it really does say <laughs> hashtag psl right there as the can disappears because oh, it's wow. green but yeah hashtag psl on the can uh <laughs> whitey with the girl and tyson says he needed this he needed this so bad. Tyson, I hope, big lip. I hope you're... No, Scott, stop it. Please. Please. All right, let's yeah, just... Like, let's talk about this. Uh, I guess well, it's... No, no, no. Be before we move on, Scott, we got to clear this up. Because if you keep dropping that, Gruden's going to sue us for copyright infringement. All right? <laughs> 
But um, but uh, I wasn't gonna do he's it. Probably wearing a T-shirt that says he's not allowed near the monkeys exhibit at the zoo. <laughs> That loud under what are they? What's Jesus the Cincinnati Christ. one? They've got the island in the middle of the. What the fuck, man? Someone needs to hit the animation for moving on because yeah, I can't. I'm trying to find it. Here it is. Okay. <laughs> moving on. We uh, actually, full, and you what, know what? Eleven minutes. Also, uh, you know, just because race card. It's gonna come up. You should have that one locked and loaded a lot. It's yeah, it's ready. It's ready uh, for for this first topic. Let's talk about this Gruden thing. Let's talk a little football here. All right. So by now, everybody should know the story. Uh, It breaks that Gruden calls. He he drops uh, comments about the size of uh, black people's lips. And dude's got Michelin lips the size of Michelin tires. Uh, And then Tamara Smith, not just people. I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm I'm shook from you. I know we all look alike to you. You have me shook. Tamara Smith. You have me shook to start this show off the bat, bro. Uh, So then during Monday Night Football, the scandal goes complete, uh, like clusterfuck, as it's revealed that Gruden uh, was also he called uh, Roger Goodell the F word. Uh, he got pictures of the Washington football team cheerleaders, like topless pictures sent to him. Uh, he was complaining about women referees, saying concussions aren't that big of a deal. Said Eric Reed should be fired. Just everything you could potentially think of, it all uh, came out, and the Raiders went ahead and relieved him of a due, or he resigned. It was one of those cool situations where it's like, look, either you we fire you or you resign, and he's like, alright, I resign. Uh, so that's the big story from this week. Uh, Scott, let's throw it to you. <laughs> Sounds like a fantastic idea. <laughs> like, this is one of those when, as it was happening, I was like, oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> don't think I'm qualified. Thank God Scott's on the show. And I don't mean to make you speak, like, on behalf of all black people, but holy shit, man. Uh, what do we do with this? Because I uh, thought he was going to get fired for just being a shitty coach. He's not a good coach. And then this comes out. And it's like, oh, Andy's not a good person, too. Got it. Okay understood yeah i mean he was uh he was the trump era before the trump era got started huh like he missed the boat like he he bookended this shit so he was before trump and everybody getting real shitty and then he just missed where it was okay to be you know trump and, and really shitty so like he, he he totally screwed the pooch on this one he, he could have hit that sweet spot of those four years and he'd have been just fine but woof i mean john fucking gruden guys the the, the problem with this though like all all things considered we know he's a piece of shit lost his job and things were horrible but for fuck's sake, man, am I sick of these goddamn morbid-ass franchises getting let off the hook by these dumb fucking bastards doing something and then getting them out of it? Why couldn't it be that John Gruden just stayed the coach of the Raiders forever? That no-talent-ass <laughs> clown getting paid $10 million to win five or six games for the next decade was all I wanted. So it's one of those things, right, where you get all excited. I see it, and I'm like, wow, this motherfucker's done and he's exposed he's a piece of shit we all knew he was overrated he was never a good coach he's out of a fucking job and then i realized fuck that's not actually what i wanted i wanted him to keep the job and 
in perpetuity and just stay there and, and run the Raiders into the ground like he had been. So this is kind of a fucking bummer where I wish there was some way that shit franchises who make shit horrible personnel uh, hires weren't allowed to get off the hook. Like the NFL should have been like, no, the punishment is you have to stay with this motherfucker out there week <laughs> after week. That he loses, the, he's lost the locker room, he's lost all respect, you know, on the public forum, and you got to trot this no talent son of a bitch out there every Sunday. That's the punishment. Like, let's really start getting these teams for fucking up. So, so real quick, if I can clarify what Scott's asking, are you asking for the Joe Paterno treatment? The Joe Paterno treatment for him to die? I mean, no, I don't need him no, to die. Have him around allowing shitty people in the organization and win five or six football games every year for, you know, decades past his prime. No, 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 no. Because, I mean, see, with with Paterno, I mean, that stuff happened and then it got found out and then, you know, it, he ended up dying. So the fallout from this is uh, he lost a job. No, I'm saying all the shitty things should have happened. And then the NFL is like, no, 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 though, you don't get to get rid of him. You're not off the hook that easily. Like, you're the Raiders. You suck. We want to keep it that way. Um, because my thing is, at one point, like the Raiders are accidentally going to hire a good coach, right? Like they can't well, keep just hiring the Hugh Jacksons and, and the 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 shitty ass John Gruden's of the world. They, they're gonna accidentally hire an Eric Benemy or something like that, and and fucking end up you know stumbling into a good head coach because of shit like this. Like I don't want that to happen. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Was it feels like Davis is gonna have to make like a big correction here, right? And he's gonna try to go like a to like prove like listen. I didn't know the he Raiders was like this. Racist. We're not racist. We We're hiring a black coach, and Eric Bieniemy is going to be that coach. Like, I mean, every year they're like, "Bieniemy's got to get a job. Bieniemy's got to get a job." And this is right. This is that's exactly which, what's going to happen. Like, I guarantee this is how Bieniemy gets hired in, and I'm going to hate it because I don't want him to be in Vegas. I want him to go somewhere where I want him to do well. Where he has a legit shot. I was going to know. Let's talk about this, though, for a second here. So they've still got David Carr under contract, right? They've got Josh Jacobs in the backfield, which is serviceable. Their offensive line is mediocre, and their defense is decent, right? Like, that's not a terrible situation. Also, exactly. JB is 100% right. He goes, can't keep hiring a bad coach. The Lions would like a word. Hey, hey, Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell is a saint. Yeah, that man. Fighting kneecaps and knocking back Starbucks. That man's a hero. But now he's showing his They they didn't like winning. But listen, Dan Campbell. You're also too black. (laughs) Dan Campbell showed his soft side this weekend, and he broke down in tears. So, yeah, he'll bite your knee kneecaps and tear off a pound of flesh on the way up but then he'll he'll shed a tear about it afterwards because it's a real man knows when it's time to cry the minute the minute he had that press conference was the minute i knew all right well i don't need to pay attention to the lions until their next press conference when they hire the next coach because this dude clearly isn't worth anybody's time like they could go and the only thing that he could have going for him is that they're going to go oh and 17 which nobody (laughs) else has done before and that may even be the play here right is because when the Detroit Lions originally were the first ones to do it, the shit-ass Browns had to be like, oh, well, we can do this too. So now, of course, the Fords had to one-up them and say, no, we can get to Owen 17 because look who we're going to hire. Uh, JB says that Jim Caldwell was mediocrity personified. And I'm sorry, I sir. I disagree with Marvin that. Lewis no. would like a word. Uh, that, <laughs> that was Jim mediocrity Caldwell, personified. Honestly, got them to the playoffs, so what, three times? 
Or I was going to say, like, both I mean, those like, coaches got to the playoffs. Coach, like the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Right, like he should have a statue. Like they <laughs> talked about putting the Marvin Lewis statue up. Jim Caldwell should legit have a statue in Detroit. Jordan Peterson a damn statue. At least give this guy a statue for two damn playoff appearances. <laughs> and one of them was because the Cowboys paid the refs off. So, I mean, so- <laughs> I, I, I seriously think you should, like Jim Caldwell is not mediocrity. That man's a saint in Detroit. No, he should. He definitely should have a statue. So Biscuit says, if this all leads to Dan Snyder mm-hmm. losing the Washington football team, I'm all for it. And that's where I Did wanted he to. Well, no, I don't think no, he's he lost it. He they sold no, 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 some I mean, of like, it, right? They forced him out as like. No, CEO. he lost. He lost. Yeah, as I say, he lost like controlling power of the, like the. I mean, now we all know he's still, he still actually running it. the show, right? Like, I mean, he's, he's still making saying, bank like, off it. So that's he the got. Yeah, he, he got pushed out as like the the talking head. Like, well, they won't let and him that's front of the camera that's where i'm confused about this whole gruden thing because this came from the washington football team investigation into that team and like what's the dealings that are happening in that team and this is all we've heard so like are who is one who is leaking this uh to get gruden out when this wasn't it didn't have anything to do with gruden to start with this had everything to do with washington and then two how have we not heard anything from washington the nfl came out and said they're not releasing any more emails and the nflpa is now going to petition to try to get those emails released but like how does nothing else come out and it's just this stuff from gruden and then it okay well that's it see ya. nothing else to see here bye go look at uh, you know like i, I don't understand um, I think Mark Davis just paid the league off to get Gruden out faster. <laughs> yeah, again, I, I would be giving I, Mark Davis credit. Like, I don't think he's that smart. He was stupid enough to bring him back on the deal that he brought him back on. So, like, Mark Davis isn't like didn't have an epiphany. Like, oh man, I made a huge mistake, and this guy actually couldn't coach worth a shit, but just took over the the ready made team there in Tampa Bay and won a Super Bowl. Ah, well. Fuck well, it. So, oh, so, so emails. Thank God I'm saved. No, so, so Mike, no way. This, this is where I need you to hit the conspiracy theory drop or whatever, because I, I know exactly why. And it's even deeper than this. Like, oh, shit. OK, hang yeah, on. Let's it, get it goes the, a layer deeper. Let's get the music uh, ready. Here we go. Here's, yeah, I'll go ahead and vamp and, for this because yeah. it's you guys are probably going to be a little bit shocked. All right, Drew. Conspiracy the, theory when you're ready. Oh, there it is. All right. It's creeping in. So. What had happened was they had all these emails, right? And and they had gone through, I think they said something like 600,000 of them. And they were parsing through them. And God, like, I love how the, the topless photos of the cheerleaders is like the footnote in all of this, as in like that sexual harassment and exploitation. It was just, okay, you know what? That's just kind of the, that's that misdemeanor that we get just to originally get the search warrants and get you on all the other shit. Because it's all dudes, exactly. <laughs> but like, let's remember the scandal and wrongdoings there. So imagine what other shit they uncovered in these 600,000 emails. So what probably had happened was that there was enough discovered between all the people in Washington as they spidered out and tied to all the other teams in the league that after the NFL looked at all this shit and they're like, there's no way that we can bury all of this. We got to do something cover our ass and they looked at Robert Kraft and like this shit makes you look like a fucking saint right now like after what all you've done all this other stuff that's about to get exposed to the public we gotta do something so they made a conscious decision as the other 31 owners saying alright well Gruden's gotta go that's the decision because there's no other sacrificial lamb or scapegoat that we can offer up let's make it happen and that's when Mark Davis was like that's cool. I'll take my money that, you know, I was going to pay Gruden and put it towards burying and covering up all this other shit so that we can truly bury those bodies and that, you know, we don't get exposed and outed again and have 
everybody's dirty laundry because they're like, look, someone's got to go down for this, but we'll make each other whole in the back room in the process. And that's why Gruden had to go out of everyone because it was the easiest call to make. I mean, that's fair. I don't I don't hate that. But the the my conspiracy theory went a little bit deeper. Oh, shit. Okay, hang on. Let's get it. I'll get the music back up. Good Lord. I can't I, I can't handle this, guys. Joe, hurry up. Get this shit going. Doing good. Real good. Dude, this shit was DeMar Smith himself. That big lip bastard saw that fucking thing. <laughs> Knowing that he was about to be on the docket for re-election and was like, I can garner all the sympathy. They're not going to not vote for one of their own after they get like, come on, this racist motherfucker just hit me with the big lip comment. Y'all, you're going to vote me out today. You're going to hold the black man. This is what they want. They want us to tear us apart. How are you going to vote against me today? That motherfucker skated by with the exact 22 votes he needed. And all the talk before that vote was, DeMora Smith is out. The players are done. This dude fucked up. He, he, you know, he made horrible deals with the NFL. They're not happy. And all of a sudden, he's a big lip Michelin tire bastard and he gets reelected. DeMora Smith saw those and hit us with the fucking grin from Home Alone 2 when he finds out that Kevin has had all those credit card charges. That's the fucking grin. Only, the only difference is that the lips were bigger. The lips were way bigger on that smile. That's what happened. DeMora Smith let this shit out, y'all. So, to the... so I don't feel bad about not going deep like that because I just feel like I couldn't. Like, that's that's not... That's not <laughs> Yeah, I know. I had a conspiracy theory that only I could tell. Right now, now to be fair, what I gotta ask you, Scott, is he didn't get canned when it came about Demora Smith, like you were saying earlier. It wasn't until that all that other shit came out that grew. Right, 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 right. right. Demora Smith was only worried about getting reelected. He didn't. Oh, so he didn't. He didn't need him fired. No, 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 no. He just the timing was such that the vote was happening. These emails get leaked, and then all of a sudden, oh yeah, by the way, all this other stuff happened. But Demora Smith made sure that other one found its way in the public light. You damn skippy. It was Demora Smith. Jared, you got any uh, conspiracy theories on this one? I mean, my conspiracy theory about Mark Davis, I thought was on point. I, I, these guys went like deep into the bag of tricks to find something. I just said simply, they just wanted to do that. They wanted out of that 10 year contract, man. This is like genius. <laughs> we're there like halfway through it though. And like in a way that they were on the down four years. I mean, no, they still got to say 50, uh, 500 million or uh, $50 million. Mookie go for it. Uh, I mean, that is, a, that is a lot of cash. I, I think say. it's yeah, 60 right. million left. I think one thing, especially since the white man's uh, NFL contract is guaranteed, it's not like the players. So if they cut him, they still got to pay him. Oh, damn. I don't know. It is a morality clause at this point. Yeah, I was going to say they fired his. Still, they don't have morality clauses. And here's the thing can you you enact a morality clause for something that happened when you weren't under contract? That's what I don't understand. I don't understand. That's a catch all. They just throw whatever shit they want to it there. And then if they're, and then what they do is they line up their lawyers and john would have to line up his lawyers and they'd be like all right do you feel good about this gruden you really want to go to court over this by the way u.s men uh, put one in here they're up two one over costa rica but they're still a bunch of clowns yeah they are they're big time clowns after losing the last game and, and mike doesn't balls. like clowns like, i don't like at clowns all. at all this is terrible speaking no. of clowns john gruden i think we can all agree uh let's do a quick vote uh scott john gruden motherfucker of the week of the year drew motherfucker of the week I thought I thought it was white motherfucker of the week. <laughs> Jared motherfucker of the week. 
at least of the month, the year still, you're not over yet, Scott. <laughs> All right, that's a good boy. Jared brings up a good boy, Scott. Don't jump the gun. He's in the lead right now for the two year. And, but... Two and a half months for somebody else to do yeah. Brandon, but he may pull a hammy. <laughs> All right, then it's it is a unanimous decision. Uh, sound off in the comments if you think so, but we on the show all agree. John Gruden. Motherfucker, motherfucker, you, motherfucker, the week we brought back the drop. It's been a while since we've had that drop. Yeah, man. it's been by, way by too way, long. Somewhere Donald Sterling's like, "Fuck, man, I got to do something about this." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's trending on Twitter for about 20 minutes when these emails leaked. That was the best part. That's, 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 wait, so before we move Donald, on from this, I, I did. Yeah, Donald's I did like, a, does he have any basketball experience? You want to come close? To <laughs> <laughs> how, do, how do players vote for these things? Like, I would love to just see how that works. Is that like a text message situation? Do they get like an email in their corporate inbox from, you know, their at NFL.com email? I mean, like, how does that how does that go down exactly? I do well, love that. I love the idea of Joe Burrow just being Joe.burrow at Bengals.com. And that's like his that's how he, he gets emails that he has Speaking to check. Shooting He's like, shot, uh, guys, I'll I'll, I'll be there in a minute. <laughs> Also, wait, respect my really pussy quick. at vagina.com. I, I like the idea of Donald Sterling somewhere sitting there with a notebook crossing off. It's like mm, big lip. Can't say that one either. <laughs> all right. My, Next okay. one. Hmm. My favorite of all this, though, is the fact that now Scheffner's in trouble. And Scheffner, he, he did it again. About on, he was talking about on Sports Center how he like the golden triangle of offending people: misogyny, racism, homophobia. You know, he hit the whole thing, and now he's in trouble. Yeah, Matt Barr pointed that out in the comments Schefter. that Schefter got uh, he got caught being a shill. But we were talking about this before the show, like. That's not surprising. He's like yeah. Adam Schefter. That's how he gets all his stories is he's just a uh, cuck for all of these guys, whoever it is. He's like, I'll do whatever you want. You want What do you want me to print? I'll print whatever you want. Just tell me everything so that I can be the first one to put it out on Twitter because if I'm not, okay. I don't have a job. The Mark Murphy, <laughs> the Mark Murphy, Aaron Rodgers story kind of like proved that in cement because there was all those leaked stories that came out about Aaron Rodgers. It was like that. Adam Scheffner uh, supposedly found. You can tell Mark Murphy was feeding in that shit like conveyor belt every Saturday. Uh, Tyson says Adam wow. Schefter is set back sports journalism by decades. I didn't I know there was sports. In that degree. I didn't know there was sports journalism left. Uh, there's there's not a whole lot of sports I, journalism happening, at least from I my perspective. That he typed journalism out and spelled it all correctly. Oh, he also said that was a joke. Nobody cares. Uh, sorry, jumped a little too quick. <laughs> Before we wrap, Mike, I think he you got us. A, a, he got totally a couple bit. questions earlier. Um, what was what was Gruden's email address? <laughs> I think because didn't you scoop that for us? No, I was trying to figure out what it was. I I've got Gruden sending these from a Hotmail email address. I don't know what it was, uh, no, but it's got to be at Hotmail. It's 2010, so he's probably oh he's got Yahoo. Jay- Jay Grizzle at Hotmail.com. <laughs> Knock if you're with me at Hotmail.com. <laughs> Knock oh, if you're with boy. me. <laughs> oh, boy. 
Oh. Frank Caliendo's best friend at Hotmail.com. That, that might be the winner right there. That might be the walk-off. Look, I can't, Sorry, I can't top knock if you're with me at Hotmail. I can't top I, it. I don't know if you guys well, can. Maybe, but. maybe if you threw at Alta Vista, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, shout out to when I was like six years old. Jesus. Hey, hey, we can't have none of those queers on my team. They got to get out of here. You got to get out of my room if you love the penis. Everybody, if you're a woman or if you're a dude, you just can't love the penis if you're in my fucking football room. Everybody in here, like snatch knock if you're with me. That's a, <laughs> that's that meeting. Is it bad, Carl? Bro? I don't see you knocking. Get the fuck out. Oh shit! Uh, this took a weird turn. This took a very weird turn. Uh, Mookie, you so I was you wanted to wrap this. Ask, do you think that uh, like the, it's bad that the first thing I thought when I saw Gruden's thing with the with Michael Sam and the draft picks, the first thing I thought was, well, was Jeff Fisher really going to do anything with that pick anyways? Like he was going to fuck that up regardless. <laughs> yeah, and then he was going to go seven and nine. Uh, right. Uh, like, <laughs> like it didn't matter. Why is there a problem, John? Like back <laughs> off, bro. Like chill the fuck out over here. Shit. We all trying to get paid. Whitey said that Gruden's got an at parlor email address. He was the first one to <laughs> it back in 2011. Wow. <laughs> what's what's the handle, Whitey? What's the handle? <laughs> yeah, let us know what you think his that's email where, address is. That's where is. his next career is. Oh, and, and Whitey, <laughs> is it is it parlor.net or parlor.org? <laughs> <laughs> uh biscuit saying gruden was set up by the casino and sensing pete rose to take the attention off of them that story did we talk about that last week did we bring that up uh, we texted about it at some pete point, rose forgot to put it in the docs. So uh yeah drew idiot. probably uh yeah pete know, rose right? is uh casting the first bet at the new uh casino here in cincinnati because Pete Rose is the fucking worst. Uh, all right, let's move because on. He never let's... gambled, duh. <laughs> mm. But like OJ, if he had, he would have done it at Hard Rock Casino in downtown Cincinnati. <laughs> Mookie on fire. I can't team. wait for that Ooh. commercial, Mook. That's going to be a great one. Uh, let's do some overreactions from the weekend. Uh, I need some more. I need some music for this or something. Let's just let's just get a beat laying in the background. Scott, what's your first overreaction from this weekend? Chiefs are fucking done, man. These fucking bums. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's like an every week thing with them. Just stick a fork in them. I hope Andy Reid is scouting out who his next quarterback's going to be because the Chiefs are done. They like, are, though, get right? They are done. Like, like they should start looking at QB. Quarterback, you've got to bring in a quarterback whose family's not going to be so fucking annoying after every single game. It's a distraction. Holy shit. Um, yeah, good lord. His uh, his your brother wife, is... Your brother, just shut the fuck up. Uh, <laughs> do you think Patrick ever has to go home after a game and just be like, babe, can you please stop tweeting after the game? Can you just not say anything this week? Like, just put the phone down. And then they have a big old fight about it. Or do you think he gets in there and he's like, thank you, babe. You got my back. You got my back. Because I feel like he comes in and he's like... Thank you for that. Yeah, they were shitty refs this week. They're never Hunt, on our side. Hunt family is like, you lose one more game, Patrick, and we're going to bring John in here as offensive coordinator. So you keep it up. You keep it up, you mixed <laughs> motherfucker. Jesus keep Christ. Mookie. What? <laughs> Sup? <laughs> Dude, and it's funny because like starting the show, I had I had a thing prepared like when Mike usually tosses at the beginning, and I was gonna say, "Oh, I'm shook," but 
then like always scott fucking threw me off so i couldn't even be shook about saying i was shook and yet you did it again so um I can't fucking, I can't, I lost my entire train of thought. So you got no overreactions from the weekend. Nothing. Although I do, but it's not going to be funny now. <laughs> it's not supposed to be funny. It's just supposed to be overreactions. Come on. Oh, just be overreactionary. Well, UC is going to continue to go undefeated and win every single game by 45 points, uh, yet somehow still get left out of the playoffs. Not somehow. That's a that's and that's not even an overreaction. That's just being realistic, Drew. Because yeah, with, I had a better angle for it. UC fans, no. UC fans were so excited that Bama lost. So excited! Oh, this is it. We got it. We're in the top four. This is it. This is how it's gonna happen. And now Bama is gonna beat Georgia in the SEC championship, and it's gonna be Bama and Georgia. Uh, yeah. And then you're gonna get Oklahoma after they, and then whoever comes out of the Big Ten and. UC gets left out. Worst case scenario for UC was Bama losing that game. Yeah, basically. Um, but I also do want to say another overreaction is that Urban Meyer will win coach of the year next year. <laughs> did you see? Did you, wait, kill the music for a second. Did you see it? Like him and Trevor Lawrence are now at odds with each other. Yeah, it is I never a it. good. It's you never a good thing. Don't a dude out when he's at a bachelor party. <laughs> That's literally no-go rules, man. Well, wait, you think it was Trevor that did it? <laughs> no, no. Urban Meyer dimed Trevor off for being at a bachelor party. Oh, I did not know that part. Yeah, that's what, part of the apology. It was fucking terrible. Yes, yeah, oh, when he was apologizing, he was like, I, I just told Trevor he, he went to a bachelor it. party in Vegas. And I was like, you got to keep your head on your shoulders. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I just like he basically. So then if you don't if you didn't hear what happened this week, uh, they, there was like a fourth and short call and they ran the ball and they didn't pick it up. And afterwards, the media asked Urban, they were like, did you think about a quarterback sneak there? And he was like, well, Trevor's just not comfortable with that yet. And, you know, we got to we want to make sure he's comfortable. And then the media asked Trevor and he's like, yeah, I'm totally fine running a sneak. We can run a sneak every single time in short yardage. I don't know why we didn't run a sneak. So basically <laughs> those two are now at complete odds. So it is Mookie for your overreaction of urban being the coach of the year. It, it, he might be the coach of the year and the comeback coach of the year in the same year. If that happens. Yeah, but see, the problem is you can't be comeback at something that it's your first year of. And if you check the comments real quick, JB got what I was alluding to, except that I was thinking XFL. I, I was thinking next year, Herb's going to be coaching the XFL, um, and he'll be coaching for the Las Vegas Swingers, and he'll be winning coach of the year for that squad. Because his ass is out, man. Y'all can, can talk all the shit you want, but he ain't making it past this year. I'm telling you right now. We, I know we talked about this last week, but he gone. And he, there is absolutely no way he goes to the XFL because he's going to go where he can get paid, and that's USC. Without a doubt, that man is going to be in Southern Cal next year. Hands down. That's my overreaction. No, because USC is going to be like, wait, 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 wait. We can't have you be outing all of our blonde-haired surfer boy quarterbacks here now, Herb. Like, that, that's not going to fly here in SoCal. And you need to understand that SoCal, it's that upper echelon. People doing shit behind closed doors. Ask Dwayne Wade. Like, <laughs> you got to be down with, you know, the back room and just like, okay, there's your public life and then there's, like, your life life. You know, Kobe knew what's up. Like, you got to figure out how to operate in that scenario, and no, clearly Herb can't do it. <laughs> what he wanted, he didn't know what was up. What are you talking about? That's like that's like the worst reference you could have made. 
All the yeah, athletes to choose from, and you cho- chose the one who forced himself on someone. Congratulations. I like that, well, that Drew's only L.A. athlete that he knew was Kobe. He reached in, <laughs> he reached down deep, and the L.A. athlete yeah. he came up with was Kobe. Dude, he has no idea. Bush joke, it would have been easier. Yeah. <laughs> See, but I, I, here's the problem. Like, I can't talk about Reggie. I can't keep his name in my mouth because all this, this Wendy's breakfast commercials, like, we might be turning a corner on Reggie, and I just can't even bring myself to think about that. Like <laughs> that bar said, the face I made when Mook said Kobe. <laughs> you, you, I can't wait, yeah, Kobe. No. Uh, Jared, what do you got as an overreaction from this weekend in the sports world? See, I wanted to talk about how much of a clusterfuck the NFC NFC is because it makes no sense who's going to actually make it to the Super Bowl. But I really want to talk about how fucked the Patriots are. Like, what? They needed two fuck-ups by the, the Texans to win? Old long neck Mills over there almost won the game. Dude, that guy. This was so bad. You want to talk player of the year. Davis Mills for player of the year. This guy. Holy shit. Talk about sticking your neck out for your team. This guy just does it. He knows what's up. Uh, Jer- Jared, how you feeling about your Eagles, man? Um. Well, we play Tampa tomorrow. But half their team's out, and we're missing a couple guys too. It's also Thursday, so you know it. it, it anything happens on Thursday, but uh, anything can happen Thursday. Yeah, apparently. Um, I, I honestly like. I believe in Hurts for the first time, and if that that win had a little Eagles magic sprinkled on it, so I don't think we're as effed as I thought we were. But uh, you know, let's let's let's. Let's not lose by 20 tomorrow. <laughs> but how does it make you feel seeing Carson Wentz go to Indianapolis and have all that success? Um, they lost, Mook. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> and what success? Mook, Mook, what success? Time, he easily could have put that ball in the end zone, but he missed two easy throws. Oh, and but oh, come on. Carson he looks Wentz, so good, Tried though. to hook like, a ball to the end zone and almost got picked. I, 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 it's the same guy. He's, Listen, I have lo- much love and respect for Carson. That's my dude. But like, he's playing without T.Y. Day, Hilton, one of the best wide receivers in the game. Dude, like, he's throwing balls to lawn chairs and Greg Ward. I don't care. Come on. It's, it's with Carson Wentz. The problem is he lost the locker room before even Hertz was drafted. And it, it, uh, and he needed Alshon Jeffrey's help for that, even though that guy's a snake because that's why he hasn't gotten re-signed yet. Also, because he's slow. But um, <laughs> it's just it, with Carson, it just turned into like the fact that I heard from people who work in like Philadelphia media. They're like, "Yeah, he lost the locker room after Hertz's first start against the Saints." I was like, "Oof, that fast?" Yeah, he goes, "Yeah, everyone wanted Jalen. There was no keeping Carson." I was like, "Oof, that that's rough, man." Like I love one, one and a half start. Like he played a quarter in a game and he like lost the locker room. So, I, I love I love the humble humble flex right there of the, the people you know yeah. in Philadelphia media. Yeah. That, I, I know a couple solid. people. I'm not bragging. I'm just like like I, I over Eagles Twitter, like it's it's a group. Like we're all a bunch you're, of miserable assholes. Oh, is that what so, is that your sources? Media, That's your sources is just people no, these on guys Twitter. Actually, have legitimate media <laughs> credentials. They're they're not like a schmuck like me who's trying to talk about it on there. So, so you're saying we couldn't get media credentials to the Bengals? Oh, we probably could. It's just I don't really feel like driving four hours to Philadelphia. Do you? Well, no, that, whoever I mean, would feel like driving any distance to go to Philly. I, I mean, mean, I'm going to see a game there in about a month. So, well, good <laughs> luck. I hope you you don't get you know 
frozen ass uh, weather and, and have to sit through that shit just to watch the Eagles fly. Dude, it's cold as fuck up here. Mm, All right, listen. True, but more yeah, overreactions. You up a long time ago. Moral of the story is the Patriots look awful. I like that. I And they are. They're terrible. The Patriots are a terrible organization. And Bill Belichick is one of the worst coaches I've ever seen in my life. Uh, and that's proven by the fact that Tom Brady carried his, his ass for like 20 years. Uh, Biscuit actually has my overreaction from this week. Uh, Lamar Jackson, greatest quarterback I have ever seen in my lifetime. That performance that that dude put on on Monday night unreal now listen Lamar is like 1B right behind Joe Burrow Joe Burrow 1A Lamar Jackson 1B in terms of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play the game Scott did you watch any of that Monday Night Football game no okay The Braves played, and then I went to. Bay. Oh, that's right. Monday. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. Uh, I forgot about the Braves playing that same day. Dude put up 500 yards of offense by himself. He accounted for everything on that team. Like it was un it was an unreal performance. And if I have to rank the uh, the quarterbacks in the AFC North now, it's Joe Burrow one A, Lamar Jackson one B, Baker Mayfield barely above Ben Roethlisberger. Baker Mayfield trash Ben Roethlisberger worse than trash like there is a clear divide in the AFC North they have the two greatest quarterbacks and the two worst quarterbacks in the league Baker Mayfield is run man he's done forget that guy Cleveland you want to talk about a team that needs to draft a quarterback Cleveland needs to drop a draft quarterback Baker Mayfield imagine imagine if Lamar took those big ass lips of his and got vaccinated that motherfucker Hey, Jared, there's a question here from Biscuit. He's, he said, do tasty cakes taste better in Philadelphia as opposed to outside of Pennsylvania? Okay, so I'm not a Philadelphia guy. I've only been to Philadelphia about maybe five, six times. Um, but, okay, I've had tasty cakes once. Just it's not terrible. <laughs> it's not terrible. I give it a, a, out of um. Mo, hey Scott, what was that scale you had before? No, no, big, no, big no. nuts with the shit, shit. Moving on. <laughs> I got it in, baby. Nope, nope. It cut off. It cut off. Didn't get you. Moving How on. That in this area, cancel culture. <laughs> We still have yet to even get a little bit of press about trying to get canceled. No, it's like it. No, it's you gotta be just... worth something to be canceled. They're like they're gonna look up our shit someday and be like, "Those idiots said those things, and eh, nobody cares." Yeah, I guess that's true. Should should one of us like run for office just so they have to dig this shit up? And then, you know, we, we graciously bow out of the race, but now I would love the for them to, uh, for the twenty four hour news cycle to have a clip of me saying that Lamar Jackson needs to take his big lip ass to get back. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Are we ready to talk Man, basketball and Kyrie Irving now? Or because I, I, I gotta be quick. I thought I had to be quick on the race car drop, but apparently oh. it's the moving on drop because Scott is just turning this super uncomfortable tonight. I feel like I, like I feel like the name of the show needs to be Big Lips, but I can't do that. I can't make that the name of the show because because if we can't do what about wait, wait that doesn't mean there's like hold on if the name of the show is Big Lips and bullshit, do you think anybody will figure it out? No, nobody's I mean, going to figure that out. There but, you go. All right, all right, then do it. Do but it. we're going to get a ton of hits from Parlor. Mike, to get to not, not problem? get anybody pissed off, make the thumbnail the Kylie challenge with those lips from like back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say make it any of the real housewives cast. 
Ooh, or yeah, are you going to do the, the Photoshop and Photoshop some big lips on... Never mind. Nope, 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 nope. Moving on. Photoshop some big lips on John Gruden. How funny would that oh, be? Do, do it on Mike. On John Gruden. Oh, shit. How hard do you think that would be? <laughs> to Photoshop like, big lips on John Gruden? No, Demore Smith on the John Gruden. Oh yeah, that'd be hard. I thought it was just well, like can't big you just lips. get I the totally two pictures and like put them on like the Twitch or something or on the TikTok and have it merge them together. Isn't that a thing? Put, put the two faces on the TikTok and have them merge together. How old are you, Mookie? Old enough, man. Old enough. <laughs> Jesus, seen some Christ. shit. What if they put a Demora Smith, Smith, Smith filter Smith, on? Morris Smith. Wait a second. Wait a second. Scott said Demoris Smith, and then Mookie said Demoris Fist. What the fuck are you guys doing? I said Smith. Demora Smith. That's how they say it, though. Speaking of Smith, did you guys see J.R. Smith's golf round this week? Oh, I heard about it. Hang on. Let's talk a little golf. Playing a game of whack fuck here. J.R. <laughs> Smith made his collegiate debut minute, this week. Is it, is it is it golf or is it basketball? Uh, it's golf. Well, but can we still get the basketball drop too? Just because I mean, it's kind of basketball. Okay. <laughs> but more than that, this is a golf story. Playing a game of whack fuck here. Whack. So J.R. Smith. Every time we do that gift, or every time you do that drop, I actually think that the dude laughing at the end is. Because like, <laughs> he's always laughing and when he comes back out of it. <laughs> I can't help it, man. This shit cracks me up every time. It is so okay. funny. It's- I did that too in the golf course. It was perfect. One time. <laughs> I literally texted that, that to my buddy, who I put my, like our foursome we always play golf with, and I texted him. Yeah, <laughs> foursome. Yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Mookie. <laughs> I texted to my four golf, my three golf buddies, and they're like, Jared, that's you to a nutshell. You never shut the fuck up on our backswing. I'm like, I never shut the fuck up, period. It wasn't. You quite noise now. I was going to yeah. say, this episode is the quiet, uh, quietest I've heard you. Uh, you're just hanging out, afraid to stop. I get it. Scott is very intimidating, especially when he starts talking about big lips. But listen, let's talk J.R. Smith. J.R. Smith had his first... God damn it. God damn it. God damn it, Scott. God damn it. Uh, Biscuit saying LMAO at work because of the golf drop. It is one of my favorite drops we do. So J.R. Smith has his first collegiate tournament. He qualifies for the tournament by one stroke. Uh, His first round, not good. He was like plus 12 on the day. Uh, But he showed up in a Bentley uh, to the course and had like a gallery following him, which he goes to North Carolina A&T. Like it's an, uh, it's an HBCU. There's never anybody at the golf tournaments uh, at, at this. There's never anybody at like regular college golf tournaments either, but like, especially at a historically black college, they really don't have a following on, on their golf team. So J.R. Smith shows up and it's amazing. I was looking at the website and on the North Carolina A&T website, if you look at the golf roster, it's got everybody's picture and their name, and then it just says J.R. Smith. It doesn't have his picture, but it says freshman, and then his city, like he's listed as a freshman on the golf team. It's amazing. So he goes plus 12 in the first round. 
Second round buckles down, plays much better. I think he was plus seven in the second round. But in that round, he stepped on a hornet's nest and got stung by hornets and still finished out the round. Uh, amazing stuff from JR. His coach was pretty uh, pleased with his performance, said he learned a lot. Uh, Scott, do you think we're going to, do you think it's going to be this big of news every time JR Smith steps on the court or uh, on the course, or is this going to be like. <laughs> Because yeah, that was a slip of the tongue there. Or is this because it was the first time that that's why yeah, it's a big Freudian deal? Slip. I hope that this is the way that it is every single time. I only hope that somehow LeBron can get on the course with him, and then we can get the inverse of J.R. Smith pointing to the hole in the opposite direction <laughs> of fucking LeBron, and we fucking mean LeBron's ass. Like, see, how does it feel? J.R. is playing the long game on the revenge con, baby. Dude, I, uh, I read a story about his round today where apparently at one point he hit a ball and it ricocheted off a tree and landed in the fairway and he said to the guys he was playing with he was like no no, no it's cool i called bank so like jr smith <laughs> is even like he's fun to be around on the course like that's the type of dude i want to golf with he's the kind of guy that would ask you what club you're hitting and then charge you two strokes for it like this is my no, no, kind no, of dude no, no. See, yeah. see, no that's that's a, that is exactly false because he'd ask you what club but not to be a dick just because he'd be curious what club because his coach also said that JR had, I'm trying to find the exact words for the way he put it, but he was like, uh, JR has a couple things to learn about being in real competition. There's a difference between playing with your, your golf buddies and actually competing in an event. And uh, one of them was when he was backing his cart up by because uh, he drove past the tee box or whatever. He started beeping for it, you know, calling out that he was coming, even though someone else was about to hit a shot. <laughs> My favorite, though, that the article mentioned was, there was a dog barking during the round, uh, as you know, dogs tend to do that. That back up to golf courses, and after a while, J.R. Smith turns and shouts, "What's your name?" and just starts having a conversation <laughs> with his dog that's barking at them on the tee box. Like he's going to continue to be a story because one, I bet you he's gonna get better. Like he's an athlete. Like the guy is gonna put in the work and he's gonna figure it out if he keeps getting actual coaching and reps like that. And two. I mean, J.R. Smith being J.R. Smith is what we all deserve. Can you imagine when he wins his first tournament and then spends the next day driving around campus topless? Just dude, that's what I can't wait for. Everywhere? That's like, why I want dude. NCA and T to win the national championship because I want him to show up to campus with no shirt on. No, it's, just, it doesn't even be that. He has he'll win a he'll win just a single any match tournament. <laughs> Yeah, and then that'll just be him the rest of the day, and they'd be like, "Jr., you, you can't do that shit." Like, <laughs> this is what this is what golf needs. Golf needs Jr. Smith. I didn't think exactly. that I, I didn't, like Jared's like yes, that's exactly. Listen, you know what, like as someone who gets yelled at for lack of golf etiquette, like I am so up for this. I hate the snootiness and prepping, like all the prissiness of golf. There's yeah, nothing Mike. better to me than watching J.R. Smith possibly win a national title in golf. I love the article how they're talking about he needs to learn he's not playing with his friends playing competition. Like, I, I found out the other day if I don't wear a belt to the damn golf course, like, I, I lose two strokes when I'm playing with certain – I'm playing with serious players. Are you serious? What the fuck kind of rule Yo, is that? Really? I know. I'm not even kidding. I was like – Guys, I don't feel like wearing a belt. You can kiss my ass. Like, no, see, no that's way. some bullshit. Where you need to be look. You worry about your pants, and I'll worry about mine. Like, why are you checking my <laughs> ass out that much? Like, what is your deal, bro? Like, look, all's fair in love and war, but like, this is the golf course. Like, I'm trying to get on my game, and if I know you're checking me out to see if I have, you know, my socks on, 
I can't have that. If Drew, it's because that's what you do to get as many. That's Take it from the cheater. You try to get strokes any way you can. And if you can call somebody out for not wearing a belt or whatever, okay, yeah, like, I'm going to do like, that like, because like, I need those two strokes. Is <laughs> it really a good thing for you to be talking about getting strokes any way you can when you've got a Chuck E. Cheese t-shirt on? <laughs> is that really the look that you as a married father of two want to have right now? Pass. Uh, lots of good comments. Lots of good comments coming in. Lots of good comments coming in. Dan saying golf needs Tiger. Did you guys see Tiger is uh, he's he's actually he was back on the course. Uh, his son was playing That's in the awesome. tournament. Hold on, Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Are we going to have to add the old uh, standby back into the quick hitters? Are we going to have to add as Tiger back on the quick hitters? We might have to uh, because I feel like it, we do. Yeah, I think I think we're going to have to. Although it's a it, different it's a it's a weird feeling adding it. Has Tiger had a back? Like, oh, has Jesus. Back been, like healed where he has an actual function. Does his back? back I mean, whatever. Exist however, you want to want to phrase it. It's just like we need to get Tiger back in the quick hitter. Also, before we move off J.R. Smith, do we have enough money in the show budget if he comes within a reasonable distance to go watch this dude play? Uh, I was looking. I don't. I didn't see anywhere that they were playing close. Damn. They only have like four or five tournaments. It's not. Well, a I was going to say, aren't they in like the the <clears throat> SWAC or whatever too? The or no, I guess that would be Southwest. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. Uh, Matt Barr saying J.R. Smith is Happy Gilmore. I think that's a great comparison. I think yeah. he's the Black Happy Gilmore. <laughs> Blacky Gilmore. <laughs> is that what you're? <laughs> Yeah, the black hat. I could see J.R. Smith taking his skate off and trying to stab <laughs> So it would be Blackie Gilmore? Is that what it would be? I think Gilmore? it would be Blackie Do black people not get happy? Like, what's that about, Scott? No, I was just trying why to make it. Just, why can't he just be Happy Gilmore? Like, because his lips aren't big enough. I don't know. God damn it. Biscuit said, Biscuit said it's really difficult to sell tickets to Jesus music watching this show. I don't know what that's all about. All right. Uh, Dan says, we go to a course in Toledo that allows anything. NASCAR cutoffs and jean shorts are a go-to. I love it. That sounds like a course you need to play. Also, sounds like a course that you don't want to go in the rough because they don't cut that shit and you are never finding your ball in there. Also, they probably don't cut the greens either. That sounds Dude, like a cow I'm- pasture. Uh, also, Mookie, this is like your show. JB said Mook beat me to it, and Matt Barr gives you Mookie one, Mike zero. This is like your show, man. You, you want to know? Jersey. You know what? No, the, the secret was, it's the, was the pregame prep today. It might be that. You never know. Like, look, we've never had the the big lips featured this much on the show, Scott. But well, Drew, exactly. you lose a point because look, don't, uh, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. You lose a point because Kev points out lips. that the swack doesn't exist anymore. So, but hold on though, and, and I just want to make sure I'm uh, thinking about Kevin. this right. Was was SMU in the swack like back in the day in like uh, NCA 2005? Mm, maybe I don't know. Because well, why are we bad. talking? Like, why are we talking about SMU? Why why did you bring up SMU right there? Just because I I thought SMU. Oh no, yeah, I guess they are in an HBCU. I don't know. Wow. Dan says this is actually a really nice course in Toledo with the NASCAR uh, and Gene Short cutoffs. So uh, I guess I was wrong. Uh, my fault. I, I still Although, remember. You got to remember it's Toledo. So <laughs> nice in Toledo is relative. <laughs> relative. <Yeah. laughs> All right, listen, let's uh, before we switch topics here and and I want to talk about these guys that stormed the field this weekend. But before we do that, uh, let's give a shout out to our friends. Oh, oh wait, wait, hold on. Okay, or we're going to back off again. 
is an HBCU conference. Why I thought SMU was in there, I got no fucking clue. Yeah, so you I, lost I it again. Credit. No, no partial credit for Why? assuming SMU was in HBCU. No, you don't I know, get credit I know. for I that. didn't assume that. I don't know where they came from, but I just want credit that the, the SWAC is an HBCU conference. Let's give a shout out no. to our friends over at Beer Drop. Listen, everybody, if you want craft Rude. beer delivered directly to you, <laughs> starting at under $4 a serving, head on over to craftfruitsports.com slash beer drop. Our friends at Beer Drop will hook you up. Fill out the flavor profile. They will curate a box of freshly brewed craft beer and ship it directly to you. Even if you don't like commitments, you can sign up. Uh, you can go to that website. Uh, you don't have to sign up. You can go to that website and uh, just buy beer from them, and they will send it to you. Craftfruitsports.com slash beer drop. You get $5 flat shipping, as many beers as you want to add $5 flat shipping just go to craftfruitsports.com slash beer drop and fill up your beer fridge today Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun so winning this was a dream come true Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience it's serious fun with over 80 casino style games to choose from you too could win life changing amounts of cash be like Mary log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world that's ChumbaCasino.com no purchase necessary void or prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details the voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner it's winter time when temperatures go down the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them so don't risk a costly replacement stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the service guard appliance repair program from black hills energy it's peace of mind in a plan visit blackhillsenergy.com sign up to learn more With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this. But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet. Sell out! Alright, boys. You you don't have to subscribe. You can go in and get onesie, twosie beers, but if you want to get pumpkin beers, you gotta go quick, because I checked again today to see if I could add any more to my next shipment, and they're they're running low. I think they've got like seven different kinds, but but again, if you want to get that that uh PSL, you got you gotta hop in there now. You gotta hurry up. PSL's still up there. Yeah, but at this point it probably won't be delivered until November. So you're gonna miss the Halloween time, but it's I mean, still, you still you're it. still all right. You're still gonna get it and you get it for Thanksgiving. Listen, I want to talk to you guys about Storm in the Field because this weekend was maybe the best weekend in college football. Oh, by the way, sorry, we're we're going back to football, guys. So this was one of the best hey, weekends wait, of college quick, football Scott, I had ever seen. Do you think we seen. should rework that intro and maybe since it's already Bo Jackson and the Raiders, maybe work in uh, uh, a new fresh take? Tamora Smith's lips just flashing across screen. Moving on. Thank you for your service. <laughs> <laughs> you get it? We're, we're talking football. <laughs> Hey, hey, Demo, what you got for us? <laughs> Mike, if I don't know why, I don't know why. Jersey for you, would you wear it? I don't know. No, I wouldn't. But I don't know why. But I just thought of uh, that music playing, the eight bit Tecmo Bowl music playing, and just the mouth from Rocky Horror Picture Show uh, <laughs> talking, and that's the that's the graphic that Scott wants to use. Yes. 
It's fantastic. <laughs> Dude, I, so I went to the Bengals game this weekend, and we were at this tailgate ahead of time. What a shit game that was. Amazing thing. Oh, dude, no, it was a great game. As a fan of neither team, it was just fun to watch. But before the game, we're at the... God, Caitlin, no, don't start that shit right now. Like, <laughs> Thank like, you, Caitlin. Hour left in the show. BSL like, is he's fall, not Halloween. That's fair. Thank you. Um, before the game of the tailgate, there was this girl, this young girl, playing fucking Tecmo Bowl on an iPhone. Just sitting there while her parents were getting hammered at a tailgate, playing Tecmo Bowl football on an iPhone, which is absolutely epic, but I still haven't found the app store. So if anyone knows what it's under, uh, get at me. Yeah, please send that my way because I want to know. Anyways, this weekend was epic in college football. You had so many upsets that that went off. Who knew that Oklahoma was going to come back and beat Texas in that game? Who knew Texas was going to perform like that to start the game? And then you had uh, tons of upsets throughout. A&M beat Alabama. Uh, But there were three instances over the weekend where fans – storm the field uh so a&m after they beat alabama the fans storm the field i'm okay with that one you beat alabama alabama is a team that everybody expects to win every single game they play so for a&m to beat them especially coming off their two losses i'm cool with you storming the field on that one umass beat uconn and storm the field that one's a little bit weirder because it's just two shit programs and umass is just like hey we're not the shittiest of the shits so let's go ahead and storm the field so they storm the field but then earlier in the day iowa beat penn state and iowa stormed the field iowa was like number three and penn state was four so it's not even an upset plus they're like playing i don't i don't get why Iowa storms the field. So I'm trying to ask you guys, when, where do we draw the line? When is it okay for a fan base to storm the field? Scott, what do you got? Jesus Christ, man. This is so like, like specific because there's, there's a very fine line. I actually am okay with it in the UMass versus UConn. No, I'm totally like, fine with that one. Who's shittier you are, yes. whichever you school is. Oh, like, God. But then I, I, I'm totally not okay <laughs> with it when, you know, like LSU storms the field against, you know, like Ole Miss or something. And they, you know, they call it a fucking upset because they happen to be ranked higher. Some bullshit like that. Like if, if you're a traditionally good program, there's no reason for your school under any circumstances to storm the field. I don't care what the circumstances. There's no reason that if you have multiple national titles or have competed for multiple national titles that you should ever fucking storm the field. I think that's the rule. Which none of the teams in question did. They, none of them have competed for multiple national titles. You have Iowa, you have UMass, and you have Texas well, no, A&M. To, uh, so, to be fair, to be fair, I went to Penn State. Thank you. I went to Penn State have competed for them. They just fucking fail every single time because they're Iowa and Penn State. When was the last time Iowa competed for a national title? I don't know. It, I was. <laughs> I didn't think anybody would call me on no, that. No, but one. like, it's, but seriously, like they're in the top five on a fairly regular basis. No, Iowa is the biggest they shit. Their the pants top five team. When I was in elementary school, Mookie. Damn. <laughs> All right, hold on a minute now. Now you're trying to throw facts at me. What is this shit? Iowa is the team. Kirk Ferentz wins Big Ten Coach of the Year because they always like do something and then never win a big game ever. Like they will always fall down the line. Iowa is never that team you can count on. They are they are the Wisconsin of the. Oh wait, that doesn't work. Whoa. They are. The- <laughs> <laughs> Don't insult Iowa like that. <laughs> Wisconsin has screwed me 
three times on picks this year. Oh, that sounds about right. Uh, Kev says, oh, me talking three, shit about UM, UMass winning the most prestigious bowl game, the Cumbull, is ridiculous. I'm not talking shit about them winning the Cumbull. I'm happy they won the Cumbull, and I'm not even talking shit about them storming the field after the Cumbull. I am more just figuring out where the line is because I was okay with A&M storming it over Bama. I was okay with UMass storming it over UConn. Not okay with Iowa storming the field after Penn State. And I don't know where my line is. Jared's pointing. He's he's in agreement. Okay, so it, my line, I was with you, Mike, up until I saw all the complaints and the pissiness from Penn State fans. What I, I it's just like they were like, you know, like giving talking so much shit to Iowa fans, like, oh, you would have beat us if our quarterback injured. Probably, but y'all still lost. <laughs> yeah, right. Like it shit happened. Like what yeah. the fuck you want, man. Yeah, it's like it's like, oh my god, we would have won if our quarterback stay healthy. Yeah. Like it says every team that's ever lost a quarterback to injury before. Ask the Niners that goes. Sorry, Scott. Um <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Shots fired. Anybody get the license plate to that fucking bus? Holy shit. <laughs> Just ran right the fuck over me. Speaking so, of, I'm sorry, speaking of which, it guy. Later, sorry. Uh, I mean, listen, uh, Cincinnati's quarterback got Cincinnati killed their quarterback last year. So, um, but the biggest thing about storm of the field is to me, I feel like if you beat a team who's ranked higher than you and you're not the and you've, obviously you're not the favorite, then it's fair game. I the line was so close. I it was kind of a gray area with this one, honestly. But it, it I was in the top four, so fuck it. Who cares? I was the higher ranked team. They were ranked higher than Penn State. Penn State. It, it, I think Penn State. The line was less than one and a half. Yeah, but I, you're still it. you're the higher ranked team. You're not supposed to storm the field after you beat a lower ranked team. Uh, Gabe calling out Clemson always storms the field. Now that's what I want to see. I want to see the team that just every win they storm the field. Like it doesn't matter. You beat a team fifty two nothing and they storm the field at the end now of the game. That that's I'm on board. I would no, no, be cool with that, that. tradition. You That'd be awesome. Know who we have to talk to about that, Mike? Like Louisiana Lafayette, Week One, sixty two to nothing, Alabama <laughs> just some storm the field. <laughs> Oh, you got you got to get your great. boy Presbyterian to do this shit. Like this, this is totally in his wheelhouse and non-brain for him. That's got to be it, right? You might be right. If- I mean, shoot, shoot him a quick DM because I know y'all are, are following each other back and forth. I know you're talking all the time. That's a good point. Shoot I got a shout out there. And be like, listen, just could you could you do me a solid here and and go ahead and throw that out for me. Now, the only thing I think we really need to answer in this segment though is is Scott. You know, on your rating scale, where does the Cumble rank? The Cumble? I don't even know what the Cumble is. It's know. because it's UConn and UMass, C-U-M, uh, the Cumble. And I was hoping you could rank it for, for us on your scale of, you know. Uh, Big like, lips to shit show? Well, or thick hips, yeah. Because we're talking about the Cumble, right? Oh, mm. Uh, I don't know. This is this is kind of dicey, but I, again, I I think the cum bowl ranks somewhere near big lips. Moving on, y'all y'all see what Lane's doing to get his team ready for Tennessee? Do you guys see that? Lane Kiffin is a god. He's gonna end up back at USC. I can't wait. I cannot wait. <laughs> 
There's no way. There's no there way is. Lane Kiffin can get the hell out of here. It's the storybook ending that we deserve to the career of Lane Kiffin back home at USC. Let it happen, please. Jared, did you see what he's doing to get his team ready for uh, heading into Neyland Stadium? And, I have and- not seen this yet. I've gotten texted about it maybe four times already from like people listening to the show or friends of mine, and I so still good. have not watched it. I am excited now to watch with you guys. All right. So basically this is Lane's first time back at Tennessee since he bolted on them after a year. It's a night game that the stadium is going to be hopping. uh, And to get the team ready for it, he has been playing Rocky top on repeat nonstop throughout practice to get his team ready for it. I feel like that's a risky move because if somebody was doing that to me and just playing Rocky top on repeat, I would just be ready to kill myself. I'm not ready to go out and like bust heads in a football game. I'm ready to end it all because I can't stand that song. I fucking hate Rocky top. That's the worst. It doesn't matter if it's that song or any song. I'm pretty sure that is literally what the CIA does at black sites to break <laughs> supposed terrorists. In I thought it was the Bee Gees they play. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? Like you pick any song and you play it nonstop on repeat, it's going to drive someone fucking insane. What's the song that would take the longest for you to go crazy if somebody was playing it on repeat? What's the song that would take the longest before you were like, okay, I'm officially, I've lost it. Okay, Protect uh, Your Neck by Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> I can listen to that shit over and over. I know the lyrics in and out. Like, it's no question to me. This comes from uh, an Alabama guy, Kevin. I am hurt. Yeah, Bama Dude, fan Kevin easy. saying Rocky Top slaps. Ugh. Okay, Mookie, you got an easy one to say. Playing in the Band by the Grateful Dead. Oh, wow. Very, uh, I, I did not pick you for a Grateful Dead fan, Mook. I, yeah, totally I mean, like, agree. I can get down with the chill vibe, but, like, it's a 46-minute long track. So <laughs> if it's on repeat, that's, like, a full-on hour-long TV show. So, like, I could probably space out well enough that it, I would survive a day or two. Scott, what's the song that, if you heard it on repeat, it would take the longest before you lost it? Regulators. Oh, good oh, choice. G, okay. Good <laughs> choice. That's a fantastic. Uh, every, every three and a half minutes, I can hear regulators, and I'll be fine. <laughs> I would want to hear uh, where I I just I don't even want the whole song. I just want the pause and then smoke weed every day. That's all I want is that section. You basically want a four second drop. <laughs> yes. And I want that on repeat forever because maybe I'll get the timing right at some point if I have to listen to it for the rest of my life. But as it stands now, oh. can't get the timing right. Currently. So, so you need, you need that like last stanza, then the pause than the smoke weed every day. Like, yeah, or just knowing yeah. that like the pause is, you know, it restart. I'd be fine with that. But yes, I just want the smoke weed every day uh, drop to to end uh, and play it on repeat forever. And I'd be like, ah, this is awesome. I'm cool with is, this. Is there a harder lyric to nail than that? Oh, that's a great question. Has anybody question. but Nate Dog and their entire life nailed it? No, and Nate I feel Dog like ever nailed it twice. Like I, no, I feel like I feel like Nate Dog no, he didn't even. Win. He was one take. Nate Nate, on Nate Dog no didn't doubt. even nail it. Nate Dog just went in and was like smoke weed every day, and then they put the pause in to like uh, even yeah. at concerts. Nate Dog was like, ah, fuck, I came in early. My bad, fellas. I got that's that's on me. That's on me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Or it was like a half a beat late, and he's like, fuck, I fucked that one every up. Every show, fellas. they're like, now Nate tonight. Don't fuck it up, bro. <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, get it together. Jared, were you able to hit that smoke weed every day? 
What'd you say, buddy? Were you able to hit that smoke weed every day ever? Because I, I actually never did had. a party once. I was not gonna. I'm not gonna wow. lie. It was like an epic moment. But R.I.P. to Nate Dog, obviously. <laughs> yes, R.I.P. to Nate Dog. Did you? I feel like if you hit that at a party, ever. Oh, I heard that, Drew. I mean, if he's gonna throw out the R.I.P. Nate Dog, I just felt like it was time. I heard that, Drew. Jared, you got a you got a Kong bong handy? Oh my God, it is dirty right now. I'm, it's in the dishwasher. <laughs> no, don't put it in the dishwasher, dude. You can't I'm put these in the dishwasher. It's fine. It's Mookie's fine. Mookie's hose died for your sins. What are you doing? <laughs> I, who the fuck cares? It died for my sins after like 14 months, man. Like, that's a solid. It's a hell of a lot better than just not washing it. Uh, you wash it with soap and water, dude. You just My don't hand. put it. In, yeah, you don't put it in the dishwasher. That's a that's a problem, bitch. Do you know how much effort that is? Not is a lot. A I mean, it's not a lot. It's not. But terrible. see, no, no, Mike, you can't say that because you look forward to your dishwashing time where you get your shows in. I do. That's how I, I'm caught up on Squid Game. I finally finished that one. Um, so, well, I take on. that back. I, I didn't. I got halfway through the last episode last night, and then I fell asleep. So I didn't, I yeah, didn't get all the way through sleep. Right. <laughs> now, although right. the last one, the, the last episode was like the least important. Like everything was already. Well, that's what I've already seen. Like who wins the Squid Game, and I saw like the little twist uh, towards the end, and then I was like. I'm going. I'm. I'm not able to hold on any longer. I'm. I would say my, my only complaint with the show in general is that it was very like predictable, just like TV tropes and and stuff. Like it was just very like, oh, okay, I think I know what's gonna happen. Up, oh, yep, that happened because it had to happen because that's how TV goes. Like good show, but a little on the predictable side. That's all. How are we gonna right? have a season two of that? Because they're already talking about like yeah, season two. I, and don't I don't understand. understand how we go season two of Squid well, ne- Game. Next year you go Octopus Game, Squid Game. They only got. <laughs> Six tentacles, squid do, but octopus have eight, so that's how you, you know, next level it. Octopi. I, I was sitting there thinking that they're going to walk into a room with a bunch of computer monitors and an old white man is going to explain to us about the squid games, and we're going to walk out of there and we're going to be like, wait, what the fuck was that? Why wasn't that anything like the first one? All I wanted to see was people dodging bullets and, and places getting shot up, and instead you gave me an old white man oh, explaining everything to me. Dude, what the hell spoiler alert. Come on, man. <laughs> what, for Squid Game 2? I mean, I don't know. I'm just I'm just spitballing here. I have no did idea. You, no, no, did no you guys – did you watch subtitles or dubbed? I watched I watched dubbed. I watched dubbed. Yeah, I watched dubbed because I got into Money Heist, and Money Heist is another one of those shows that's in a foreign language, but they dub over uh, with English actors. And I got used to that. Like, I'm okay with it. It took a while to get used to, but I'm cool with it. It's just tough to watch at work while uh, reading subtitles, so uh, I had to go. It's also, I I feel like now that I've seen Squid Game, I could go back and watch it with subtitles, but like I I didn't want to miss anything because I was reading. I wanted to focus on what was happening. I was going to say, I've done that too many times where I'm watching a show that has subtitles and I'm focused. Actually, that was how it was for like Narcos. I'm focused so much on the subtitles that I miss little subtleties. Yeah, I see Gabe knows what time. Well, Gabe, yeah, Gabe Gabe and Matt Barber. Subtitles. Gabe said subtitles and Matt Barr said subtitles always. Uh, he said Gabe said dub sucks. I just yeah. I, you gotta like dubs read. are not good. They're, they're very bad. But I just I don't like if I can avoid. Whitey reading, also like on the subtitle game crew. again. I would I would definitely go subtitles. Look, I'm not gonna. I'm watching TV to not read. Come on, right, man! Exactly. I don't want to read. I want to like, sit there. Squid, well, brain rot. squid book, the uh, squid game, the book is not what I came for. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Well, no, first of all, what? squid. Book. We don't we don't do books here. Okay, we, we, I, we I, agree I, on I, that. I'm just cool to read. 
we come to school read sports. No, but, but also, <laughs> I do want to give a shout out to Gabe. Saw him at the uh, ND game against UC. Uh, I, I would have said something about it last week. I was still in mourning. Next time, first round's on me because we should have we should have done a you bong or something. You can't say you were on you were in mourning while you were wearing a UC hat on the show last Shut week. Shut up! I had a point, man, because okay. I was gonna say my bad. We didn't shotgun a beer in the line for the the porta potties, but that just it just didn't seem like the right spot. <laughs> Uh, let's do our Kong bongs. And if you want your own Kong bong, go to craftfruitsports.com slash beer. It's a beer koozie. Or, it's a bong. It's the way to go. Or just follow Craftfruit Sports on Twitter. And Dude. The show will buy you a bong if you are our thousandth follower. Not if you're our thousandth follower. Just once we get to a thousand, I'm giving one away to a random follower. Uh, Which so, will probably be the last one because how else are you going to do it? Like That just sounds like a lot of work. Oh, believe me. I got my ways. Uh, it's going to happen. Jared's ready to I'll, go. Jared, go ahead. Fire it, up your Kong bong. If you want yours, craftfruitsports.com slash beer bong. Mike, how many tabs are on that spreadsheet for uh, your randomized selection of the follower? Uh, I don't have any tabs on it yet. I, uh, once we hit a thousand, <laughs> then I'll do it. Uh, until then, nice. I'm well not. Done. I'm not going to worry about that. Yes, that was well done, Jared. Uh, Mookie, see if you could beat Jared's time there, uh, because I felt like he was milking that a little bit. Like that seemed like a little. Oh damn, Mookie down in one, uh, opening up the throat real well there. Good, good work, Mookie. No gag reflex, baby. Uh, Scott, you got you got your bong. You son of a bitch. still broken. Dude, no, fuck that, because Jared went and washed his off camera and came on to do it. You can't even fake how to Okay, so you know what? I'll go to Kong Bong headquarters, get a new one, and do it. Like, I I don't have the ability to just go wash the son of a bitch and keep it moving, Mookie. What else are you doing all week? All right. Go to to Lowe's or something. How you doing? Keep it moving. Scott, talk about the the thing that happened to to your boy Duvall. Uh, Hang on real quick uh, before I do my Kong Bong. Uh, it's, Are you talking about him running the bases? No. God. Hang on. It's time for some baseball talk. Here's the pitch. Oh, shit. There was a play in the... Uh, oh, holy fuck. Uh, yes, the the foul ball that was dropped. That was, that was the classic Atlanta Braves. We're going to lose this playoff series because only bad things happen to us in moments of... It, like, it was the sacrifice or the uh, fair catch rule all over again where apparently MLB's replay is worse than we could have ever imagined. And just to set the stage, because I know nobody was watching but me, um, uh, everybody's favorite baseball player, Adam Duvall, hits a foul pop-up. The ball comes down. It ricochets off the catcher's glove. And Milwaukee's third baseman was there to catch the ricochet. But, oh, wait, the motherfucker didn't actually catch it. He trapped it. Now, in real time, it did look like he caught it. But on the replay, he clearly didn't catch it. It hit the ground and then bounced into his glove. Very good by him to fake out and deke the the umps and get the call. Uh, then then they go to replay. Replay lasts about two seconds, but it turns out thanks to the stupid ass rule book and stupid ass Bud Selig and stupid ass uh, what's his fucking <laughs> Robert face? Manfred. Yeah, Robert Manfred, who's in there now, like they can't get this shit right. So it turns out that there's two separate rules. One rule for replays in foul territory and one rule for replays in fair territory. And because this was in foul territory, it wasn't reviewable. It's infield outfield. What? It's infield Infield, outfield. outfield? Yeah. Even worse. Outfield, foul. Yeah. What the fuck? Even worse. 
either way, what it comes down to is that Major League Baseball has a real big bullshit problem on their hands with their replay system and that it's a fucking farce and they don't actually want to get any calls right. They just want to preserve the fucking feelings of their dumbass umpires who couldn't call the game correctly if it was given to them ahead of time. Like, the umpiring is horrendous. And this was another example of just, wow, everybody in the world can see on video that the ball landed on the ground and then went into his glove. But, well, we can't do anything about it because the rules state we're dumb. So, b- before we get too far... <laughs> that was a good Scotty doesn't know. I'm fair, I was late to the music, but yeah. that was, yeah, that was well done. Yeah, Sorry, Mook, uh, you, had, you had something there. Oh, no, you... You're good. I just wanted to, uh, you know, congratulate you on the strength of your lips you had when you just downed that Kong bog. God uh, damn it, f- Mookie. Stop. I feel the power. Stop. I feel it uh, emanating. Jared, um, <laughs> Jared, how oh, do what, you... I don't get to have a take now? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. I was up? trying to bring our... He said, what's up, Jared? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was completely following it. I'm just like, I knew Mookie was about to go on a rant, so I'm like, is this really... <laughs> well, so, no, so, so I checked out. <laughs> so I, 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 I am trying to keep the rants to a minimum because uh, I did get called out this week uh, talking to talking to my buddy at work, the only one that's found the show so far, and we were talking about something serious. Good work promoting yeah, like, you the know, show. Scott said you do, and I was like, what, what are you fucking talking about? He's like, you know, Scott, like, from the show, and it's like, oh, fuck, are you serious? <laughs> so I got called out for something Scott called me out for on the show at work, and I'm just like, worlds are colliding, and this is not okay. That's amazing. Not okay. Also, thank you for I need promoting a shirt the show. That, at work. Sa- that just says, like Scott says, you do. Now, I, All right, I also well. got to give this guy credit because this is the same dude that took that Matt Stafford uh, sign to Rams Stadium uh, a couple weeks ago and held it up, congratulating that him guy on getting out of Detroit. That is, he is yeah. a legend. He is absolutely Epic. a legend. Uh, uh, so go I, ahead. I, I don't hold on, but I don't understand because I, I, I now that I now that Scott's at least explained where the line is on these things. Have they given a reason why they don't do foul balls in infield territory? They, they just fall back on the whole rule book. Like, yep, that's the way the rule is. That that's that's what we wrote down. So that's so, what we got to go off of. Scott, do you think they are intentionally making idiotic rules and creating arbitrary um, conflict? just so that they can continue to build the tide to not just change umpires, but get rid of them entirely in favor of robots. No, that's what I'm saying. I think that baseball doesn't actually want replay. And so they set it up so that replay was going to be very restricted and that it wouldn't be able to overturn many calls. Like, I I mean, I don't know what the rate is. And I know that the Braves at one point, I saw some statistic where it was like they had the least amount of, uh, replays like overturned in like the last four or five years something insane and so it wasn't just in my head but I'm convinced that they have replay just to say they have it they don't want it to actually work and they put in rules to make sure that whatever call the umpires actually made was the call that was going to stand so like it, it's just all a big fucking farce like they got replay because people the the public perception is that you have to have replay but then they put in all sorts of caveats and rules to where it's like yeah but really it's just on the umpires and, and this is just all for fucking show text bring us home on this one i wanted i want <laughs> who's behind your curtain what the hell was that hang on oh, you got ghosts my, or some shit eighth month old kitten trying to destroy my green screen right now um <laughs> He is the size of a bobcat, and I think I adopted the wrong species of animal because he is—he <laughs> won't stop growing. 
But I just want to point out that I love that both you and Kevin rock a green screen, but don't put any image on it. Oh you guys God. just have a green screen. This. I this love it. Bothered me it, it so you guys long. are on corner booth every week, and I'm like, they, you could week. just put any color sheet up. It didn't have to be green. But you guys are like, we got green screens, but we don't put anything behind us. We just <laughs> fucking rock with a green screen. Listen. We used to use them, but now we don't. It's like, I just don't give a fuck anymore. That's like, it's amazing you know it to me. It's, it's like McDonald's. It's like, look, we don't have ice cream machines that work, but we have to have them so that we can <laughs> it on the menu. It, it's like replay with win. baseball. Like, right. also like, my, like I, it worked when I came on you guys' show last time where like you guys put the background up for us. Hey, Jerry, that we really perfect. don't want you coming on anything, please. Thank you. <laughs> You Mookie. <laughs> hey, anytime you want, big boy. Oh, Jesus Christ. Wow. All right. Hey, did you guys see that White Sox fan who tweeted out that he was going to get a tattoo if uh, somebody hit a home run and then the dude hit a home run and now he's got to get a tattoo? Talk hockey. Fuck baseball. Oh, my God. We're going to have to do hockey in a postgame show, Mookie, because it's already 925. Uh, you you let Come us go too it, long. Joe. Get this shit together. You let dude. us go too long. It's Joe's fault. Uh, t- yeah. T- tattoo, Scott. Well, I- White Sox fan tattoo. Real quick. People are dumb. <laughs> Mookie just nods. Every day. All right. Well, let's wrap it up then. At that point, if we're gonna just end it on people are dumb, let's talk about these beers that we were drinking tonight. Uh, Scott, would you have in your mug? And please rate it on a different scale than what you rated <laughs> on earlier. I was drinking pumpkin spice country fair cobbler. It's a sour pumpkin ale. I like look, uh, the two things individually are fine. The two things combined, not great. Uh, on the big lips to shit show God scale, this it. went on, this went full on shit show. Like this is you know this is dropping the f bomb. This is disparaging women. It's it's not not good. Like it, this should probably lose its job after this. Show. <laughs> Mookie. What were Man. you drinking? And so please rate it on a different show. So rate it on a different, <laughs> a show? different yeah. show. Sorry, I was Wait, reading right. JB's comment at the so time at the same time. JB commented, "Fuck this show, I'm out." And I was reading <laughs> that as I was talking, yeah. and it didn't work out. Yeah, man, too too much going on over there. Uh, it's a lot, geez. and uh, Joe needs to get it's, back. It's over almost here as if you don't have a producer helping you out or something. I don't know. I don't get it, but. <sighs> Uh, no, this beer was fantastic. Scott was right when he had it. Uh, Samoa Delight milk stout with caramel and coconut nibs, which again, we know everybody loves to get all, all the nib. co- all uh, nibs, baby. And, nothing, and nothing like a good coconut. nib. Yeah, so this this was absolutely fantastic. I don't know what's of those idiots giving it less than four caps on tap. So um, I'm going to have to go ahead and give it a thick hips. Oh, all right. Uh, very nice. Jared, what were you that drinking? Did you mad? Damn it. No, why would that get me mad? <laughs> that sounds great. And I switched it up. I went Laser Cat by Medusa Brewing. On a scale of the Eagles winning the Super Bowl to the Cowboys winning the Super Bowl, I give this uh, wow. losing the NFC Championship game. <laughs> Wow, that's that's then, not right? bad. That's a pretty Wait, good what if rating. you're losing in the NFC Championship game to the Cowboys? Ooh. That'll never happen. They'll never make it past the second round. <laughs> okay. Well, then. Point uh, Fantastic. Where's Laser Cat from, Jared? Um, Adusa Brewing is from uh, Farmingham, Massachusetts. Uh, Where is that, Mookie? <laughs> where, yeah, where's Farmingham, Massachusetts, Mookie? Um, I'm pretty sure that's close to the Hamptons, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, gotta be. 
I mean, right? Listen, like, I'm gonna get yelled at by Kevin for that pronunciation or butchering of that pronunciation. So, oh, is it Farhampton? It's Fudge. Farhampton. They pronounce Worcester Worcester. So, fuck that. <laughs> Does anybody actually know what Worcestershire sauce is? Do it's I know what it is? Vinegar and a couple other things, right? I don't fucking know. I, it it's good like for good marinating. Start. That's all I know. That's true. You yeah, put that with some steak. Oh, that's a good time. Uh, Kevin wants you to spell it, Jared. Spell the the town, I guess. All right, Kevin. F-A here we go. A uh, other stuff. As he yeah. flips a bird. F A H R A M I G H A M. We have confirmed oh. tonight that Jared can read. <laughs> well, at, at least, least he knows his letters. letters. <laughs> uh, this week I was drinking pumpkin spice latte. It's a it's a good beer. I would give this one eight pumpkins. Like it's a really good beer. Uh, eight pumpkins out of eight on on the pumpkin scale. I'm I'm a big fan of this one. Uh, why eight? Why eight out of eight? Six. Why not? Why wouldn't it? Yes, yeah, six. <laughs> six. Or nine. <laughs> Oh shit! It's been a fun show. Two big lips, you sons of bitches, Jared. (laughs) uh, Plug, yeah, buddy. Plug your socials, man. Where can people find you? No, dude, he can't do that on the show. You can follow me at Belly of Jared on Instagram and Twitter, as well as my show on arguably, except for this show, the fun. I guess except for this show, the second funniest show, Belly Up Corner Booth. Uh, we have a live show tomorrow, by the way, who Mookie has made two appearances on. Mike's made one. God, we haven't gotten you on yet, man. I'm a little hurt. I, I got to get on there when my kids aren't fucking, you know, being True, all I get it. That, listen, I, I get it. That, <laughs> I, have, I have, listen, I have a lot of friends who have, have kids, you know, it's, it's a real issue. And, uh, I understand like, you know, kids like, no, trust me, I want to do it. Like the last time that you guys threw it out there, I was already like four or five beers in and I'm like, I really want to go on this show. I was going to show straight that. I was going to show up straight Mookie style, but I, see, I take all my stuff down and I don't have it set up. So it was going to involve setting up, getting okay. the kids Mookie, in bed. Mookie, and I came time on, on his back porch. Okay. I so mean, like, yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> Just say you're Fair on enough. location, you know? Be Fair, like, yeah. hey. Fair enough. Okay, I recorded, like, last time, okay, so Kevin came with me to my my family vacation on Martha's Vineyard, like, out here on the East Coast shit, right? Is that in the Hamptons? No, it's not. Shut up, Mookie. <laughs> and <laughs> Kevin, like, ended up sharing a screen with me because my his laptop was dead or mine was about, whatever it was. But, like, it, like, Gordon Booth pregame, our live show, is honestly... Our, our, our podcast is more serious. We try to actually talk about shit. We try to have humor. Nerds. But our, our live show yeah. is just a complete clusterfuck. Ask Mike or Mookie. They've been on a couple times. They know it's just complete chaos. Hey, it's Mike, blast, uh, Samir though. told me to tell you ex Wolba, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I argued with Samir over ex Wolba because I think it's the I've dumbest, the dumbest fucking so stat. That kid was screaming for about maybe a half hour about a stat I never knew that existed until showtime. Scott, you're the baseball fan. Do you know what X Woba is? I was trying to figure it out when you were talking about it. I was like, what the fuck is X Woba? Does it does it it's have like, to do it's like ball velocity off the bat or something stupid like that? It makes no sense. It is a stat that's made up to tell me what Aaron Judge actually it's, is. Doing. Yeah, it's how wait, hard wait. a ball is hit compared to like the average balls that are hit. It's the worst fucking stuff. Exit velocity mixed with, you know, uh, uh, an average. 
Uh, hey, okay. Let me, it, it, does it, it take into okay, account? Lip okay, status? Scott, I'll make it simple. God damn it, Seriously. Mookie! It's basically a staff for Yankees fans to tell me why. Oh, it's that, not. No, here you, you know, go. A it, player like Ronald Acuna should be compared to a crap player who's just playing for the Yankees, like Aaron Judge. That's All right, I got it. Understood. It's expected. I, I'm a big listen. I'm a Diamondbacks fan, but I'm a big Ronnie Acuna fan. Like it broke my heart when he got injured, so I'm really sad that they're advancing. He's not on the team right now. I but. am too, but you know what? You got to fucking power you on. You guys man, also but... facilitated my boy Justin Upton for about two, three years, so I got much love for the Braves. I love me some Justin Upton. Also, I grew up loving Chipper Jones as well, so as you should. Yeah, except when he tries to catch a foul ball. ball, that unvaccinated chump. Ah, you know, <laughs> Hey, you know, for a white guy, he's got some pretty big lips, too. And on that note, all right, everybody. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. This has been a show that talked way too much about big lips tonight. Uh, Hope you guys. (laughs) Uh, Thank you, Jared, for hanging out with us, man. It's always a good time when you hang out. Uh, Be sure to follow Jared at Belly Up Jared. Uh, subscribe, rate, and review to all the Belly Up podcasts, bellyupsports.com. Shout out Belly Up Sports for hosting us, being our uh, our home here. Uh, be sure to like the, the page on Facebook, subscribe on YouTube, follow us at Crafty Sports on Twitter and Instagram. We're like, I know I say it like every week, we're like really close to a thousand, but it's like 998. Like, we're right there. Please Jared tell your friends, chips. Go, fo- <laughs> go follow at Crafty Sports. Uh, once we hit 1,000 followers, I am buying a Kong Bong and sending it to one of our followers. So, go send a, send a tweet out right now. Go follow at Crafty oh, Sports. Caitlin Help us said out. We're at 999. Oh, yes, it's so close. Fucking, oh, I want that 1000 tonight. Let's go. Let's get it done. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We will see you all next week. Cheers, everybody. I hope John Gruden is our thousand. <laughs>